When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What up, guys? What's going on? Welcome back to another stream. So we've uh, named this one Nerd Theory Podcast. I think, you know, in collaboration of uh, the Den of Nerds and Star Wars Theory, I think this is probably a cool name. Some of you came up with this. Wait, did you come up with this? No, no, it was, I think them. You it was me. them. Yeah, yeah, it, it was. Yeah. And I think they a lot of people just like like I like it, too. It's cool. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. It rolls off the tongue. You guys let us know. So today we got some pretty interesting information brought to you by Josh. Um, Josh, you take it away, man. I'm going to pop it up on the screen so you guys can see. Yes. So yeah, we're starting with uh, Ra- Rahul, Rahul stuff, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So uh, maybe some of you guys saw this. Um, this happened last week, late last week. Uh, the actor, I think he's most known for iZombie. I've seen him pop up on Funhouse as well. Funhouse is a cool, like, streaming channel. They do a lot of video game stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Rahul uh, set the internet on fire with a couple of different tweets. Uh, one of them said, uh, and I'm, like, paraphrasing, but basically, like, I'm in that or- uh, Lothal orphan. I've gotten into that Lothal orphan force sensitive trained by Kanan Jarrus kind of shape for no particular reason. Then in another tweet, seriously, for no particular reason. Yeah, yeah. So he says that, right? Yeah. And so everybody loses their mind yeah. about this. Yeah. Um, and then he has to shut it down, right? Right. Um, and the thing that I thought was so uh, But then crazy he posts was, a picture. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, that's the thing, right? He's like kind of like trolling in a sense, I would say. Um, because even his video where he says it's not real, oh, that, that, you can hear. That looks so freaking fake to me, man. Like, Oh, you mean his like face? And yeah, his and, face and looks, a little wink yeah. at the end? Like, nah. Right. Yeah. And there's Mandalorians. The Mandalorian theme is playing in the video. Yeah. So, like, what is, you know what I mean? He's either, I'll tell you yeah. this. One of two things. Either he's definitely Ezra Bridger, which yeah. I'm kind of leaning towards that. Or he is a master of social media and whatever this other show is that he was like kind of promoting, I'm going to check that out either way. Like that's, that's pretty wild. Yeah. I don't know. I I feel like it's tough because like he might just be doing for a publicity stunt, but the way he's trolling stuff, it's like he knows Star Wars fans are so freaking passionate that if he teases this and then they they get on the train of like, oh my God, he's Ezra. And then he doesn't show up as Ezra. He's going to get flamed. Yeah. So the fact that he keeps like kind of teasing it like this, and he's like, "No, I'm not. I'm not Ezra. Seriously, I'm not Ezra. I'm not mm-hmm. guys." And like Mando music playing in the background, and then like, "Okay, right. see you later." Like, it's and then just keeps posting Star Wars stuff. It's like, yeah, dude. It's like for on, real. Like dude, on set, like Star Wars shirt. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So <laughs> you know. Um. Yeah. I think. Uh. I think this is the guy, man. I think this is our, uh, Ezra Bridger. You know, somebody dug up too on Reddit. 
the a, a story from months ago yeah. where uh, I believe it was the Illuminati reported that there was a casting sheet going out for the live action uh, Ezra Bridger. This is when a lot of these rumors picked up. Really? This casting sheet. Yeah, got somebody got a hold of the casting sheet. Um, and it and it uh, it was out there. So this guy Rahul, he uh, quote tweets that article with the eyeball emojis, months ago. No way. Yeah, yeah. So people are starting to like you know put the pieces together. Well, I mean, I'm looking at the photo. He, he looks like him, like yeah. with the beard. He looks it looks legit like him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this I would love for this guy to be the live action uh, Ezra Bridger. And, uh, you know, my imagination goes into so many cool places with this. And I'm, I'm you know, I'm sure that we can just kind of get into this. But Ezra is uh, one of my favorite Jedis, if not my favorite Jedi. And so to have him in uh, live action is it literally like makes me like giddy, like yeah. a, like a like a boy, like the best Star Wars stuff does. Yeah. Right. It just yeah. makes me feel really, really good. So, um, yeah, man, I'd love to see this guy come in. Um, and I think we're going to talk a little bit, too, about the Rosario Dawson um, Force FX picture, right? Yep, I saw that, but, and that, it looked... I was like, why wouldn't they use the cartoon version? It looks a little right. Rosario Dawson-esque, you know? Right. And so we might have our two more... Not new, but new to live action uh, Jedi. You know what I mean? And yeah. uh, I'm pretty happy with what I'm seeing uh, you know, so far with this. So obviously we don't see them on set or anything, but... No, I'm going to bring it up on the screen in a second here. Yeah, but it's kind of incredible. Like, uh, and also I, I made some uh, mentions of this in like streams and uh, in, in my video about it, but I feel as though maybe he got coached up a little bit by Rosario because Rosario Dawson did, when she was asked directly about ahsoka basically said that's not confirmed yet but i can't wait until it is yeah and that's like the weirdest non-answer like that was wild that's like when they asked uh i don't know if you remember this but before the last jedi they asked frank oz about being yoda mm. and he gave like this the worst non-convoluted weird answer yeah and you were just like okay yoda see you soon it's like you know see I mean? you dude yeah. yeah yeah so you guys check this out on the screen this is the new image for ahsoka tano uh for the lightsaber that's coming out with hasbro uh the force effects obviously you can see like this doesn't look like the ahsoka that we see from either rebels or clone wars so it looks a lot like her to me I mean, yeah. you got the photo here. Check it out. Yeah. So I no. think they're they're teasing stuff and they're just getting ready for what's to come. Yeah. Yeah, man, for sure. And I think uh, the thing that's kind of interesting too about this, and I've sort of uh, this is uh, for some reason this is a hang up with people, mm -hmm. um, but I've explained that like sort of from what I've heard, the lightsaber that uh, Rosario will be wielding in Mando is blue. And not the gray that we see her in, you know, in uh, Rebels, the, the gray, That's you weird. know, sort of purified. Yeah. And this, uh, again, being the Force FX blue saber, sort of just, you know, I always like to say it, it sort of just tracks. It, it, it makes sense considering everything else that we've been hearing and that we've been talking about. It's like, yeah, this fits. Uh, this is a puzzle piece that fits perfectly into that why, story. Why would she have the blue one, though? That's. So I can't figure it out canonically, but from a marketing perspective, they just know how big 
Clone Wars season seven ending was. Yeah. And that's the last time a lot of people saw that character. And she had the blue sabers um, and she drops one of them as sort of like a uh, like a breadcrumb like for an Easter egg or something. Yeah. Yeah, and it's assumed that she has an, the other one still. And so, uh, from what I hear, she'll have the one blue saber um, in uh, yeah in the Mandalorian. Interesting. I wonder if she mm. if she obviously still kept that one, or if she met up with Luke and Luke found it in Vader's archives, or maybe in his. <laughs> what if we get Luke going back to uh, Vader's temple? Well, that I mean, that would be absolutely nuts. And I think finding all this stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the big things with Mando 2, you know, based on the trailer, that I think a lot of people have sort of come to just discuss is like, is this an ode to Luke? And, and, And is the Mandalorian searching for Luke? Right. You know, we you know, I think you and I kind of think that's Ilum. Um, some people think it could be Hoth and some people think that that you're actually going through different places that not only that Luke was at, but that like s- some really crazy force type stuff happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think about that? I think he left some breadcrumbs, you know, and I think Mando is trying to pick up on these breadcrumbs. And, and in the end, you know, he'll search through different you know people, different Jedi force users this and that. And then eventually he'll go to the head honcho, which is Luke Skywalker. And yeah. I mean... Him and Ahsoka know Yoda the best, at least yes. from what we know. So it just doesn't make sense that Mando would go to anybody else in order to find the most information about the child, because it would just right. wouldn't make sense. So right. I think that's Ilum. I think you know everything in this season is going to be about the Jedi. I think it's going to have a lot of um, Force knowledge. There's going to be a lot of backstories here and there, and mm. we're going to understand things from the Clone Wars. Maybe more flashbacks, this and that, and I'd love to see more. Uh, regarding any of the Jedi in particular after Order 66 and surviving even after the Empire. Where have they been this whole time? You think Cal Kestis uh, is on the table? You think that he could uh, be one of these as well? Because, you know, my mind sort of goes to um, uh, Ahsoka and Ezra sort of being new, uh, the new Jedi that will carry on the Jedi order. Like yeah. as weird as it sounds, I think Finn and Ray are, are kind of off the board. So even in a post episode nine, uh, world, I actually think it would be like a really old Ahsoka, a pretty old and grizzled, uh, Ezra, perhaps a Cal Kestis, Jason Sendula, you know, yeah, those, those kind of characters. I, I would love to see those characters, um, you know, carry on the legacy of the Jedi. Yeah, Jason makes sense. He'd be probably the youngest of all of them at this point. Yes, yeah, and he would be. We yeah. know that we saw, we heard Ahsoka's voice at the end of Rise of Skywalker, but it was actually not confirmed whether she was dead or alive. Yeah, well, Filoni had that tweet where he, he did a little Gandalf sketch, right? Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and it was like, you know, remember when they thought I was dead too or something? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I doubt she's she's dead i mean that opens up a whole can of worms about episode nine but we don't have to go there yeah right um but um regardless like would you be cool with that like would you be cool with these characters here's the thing like ahsoka i think the reason we love this character so much is because of her connection to anakin right period right like just period so i mean number one i, I kind of want yeah, to she's like she's that. badass and then she just you know, overcame so many obstacles and she's like true she's like a female luke 
Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, like, I feel that. And I like the nuance and the, like, sort of the efficacy of the character as well. But I mm -hmm. think that, like, at its core, it really has to do with, like, for me. It Big just, connection to Anakin, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, in the last, like, in um, the end of season seven, man, when she can't, like, Maul is literally, like, laying it out there for her. Yeah. And she can't give up on Anakin. Like, she just can't. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, uh, that's really cool. So, um, I think she's potentially a great arbiter for the teachings of, uh, the new Jedi, because let's face it, the Skywalker saga and the fall of Anakin and the, the rise and fall of Anakin and then Luke, you know, doing that. And I guess you can tack on the, the Ray thing as well, but that whole thing it was a huge learning experience for the Jedi. They cannot be the same moving forward. Like there has yeah. to be changes to the to the order. Yeah, right. I think so too. I think we could see a lot of interesting stuff with Ahsoka and like what she's been up to this entire time. And if they throw Ezra in there, how do you think they're gonna do that? Because Thrawn was there too, so they're gonna have to yes. bring him along. This is a, yeah, this is a part that I'm so confused about because, um, you know, so. I think, and uh, this is a scoop by uh, the Kessel Run transmission uh, guys, and shout out to them, but they had this scoop about the uh, the Rebel sequel series. I don't know if you've heard any right. about I've, this. I've heard there was a rumor, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this thing was, I mean, I when I had reached out to sources and stuff, like it was good, like it was a go, but there's been like zero movement on it. And like, no, like for instance, um, just as an example, the Bad Batch stuff, like, came on people's radar around the same time, but was officially announced by Disney way ahead of anything with the uh, the Rebel sequel, right? Right. So that's kind of a head scratcher where, like, we were all like, well, what happened to the Rebel sequel series? Yeah. Um, and some people think that Filoni and maybe Lucasfilm sort of took the concept for that series and are now breaking it up into live action. But as far as like where's Thrawn, I don't know. I don't like I can't I'm trying to like piece that together myself, right? Like how could he just I'd be, be down and this for would that. have to be Well, I mean, it would have to if, be after she found they have to have found him at that point, right? Oh yeah, I mean Ezra and him traveled together. Yeah. So So he'd they'd had like and at the end of the epilogue, Ahsoka takes Sabine seemingly to go search for him. What's confusing right? to me is is the, they went to the unknown regions and that's where supposedly Snoke is from, right? Sure. Where sure. Which yeah. Palpatine designed and all this stuff. So it's like, did Thrawn have some sort of hand in helping Palpatine come back on Exegol? Look, I've always thought that would be cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I think that would be pretty interesting. Yeah. But to be honest, the way Zahn has been writing Thrawn, particularly the new version with Disney, doesn't feel like a Thrawn move like I feel like Thrawn would discard of the Emperor as soon as possible like I don't think he really likes that guy yeah you know what I mean like he respects power and he understands the authority place. and all that but he just yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he's logical he's like, well if you died you weren't strong enough to survive so see yeah. you later yeah he'd be like yeah whatever and honestly it'd be probably better for him uh yeah regardless but yeah that is a confusing one it's like where would Thrawn be because does does Ezra and do do Ezra and Thrawn, and also this is what complicates the situation further. There is a rumored Thrawn and Ezra show. So unless I didn't know that, that show, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
uh, and you know, it's it's corroborated by some good people. You know, um, not like super solid, but it's it, it looks good. Mm-hmm. So um, if that show's real, then where does that show take place in the timeline? It would have to take place technically before his appearance in Mando season two, right? Like it would have to. So I yeah, so I don't know how that all fits together. Um, but that's like some of the theories out there is like, well, maybe they sort of took that, uh, the, whatever Dave had in mind for animated and then maybe they expanded upon it, broke it apart, put it back together again in live action. So I think live action would be a good move. I mean, look, I'm going to watch it, whether it's animated or it's live action, but I, I feel like with live action and this is a bit of a, a slippery slope almost if I'm saying this, but I feel like with live action, you get a little bit more, um, emotion. Mm. relayed like you just can see more if you have a good actor you can see more of the the physical features the expressions and this and that and you just almost get an overall feeling that that, i don't know it's like take revenge of the sith and turn it into an animated show it'll feel different it'll still feel great Mm -hmm. but it'll feel different and i feel like when you have something that's live action it almost feels more real in a sense um but it's tough for me to say that because i love animated stuff like toy story was like my favorite movie as a kid obsessed with it but you just get i think you get a more emotion from um from live action yeah i've always felt like um when it comes to like animated stuff the writing itself has to be so much more solid yeah because because you can't rely on like a brilliant actor like you know taking a script and doing yeah Yeah, what if he sucks right so you like that's why the writing is so important and i think like pixar sort of like proved this too where yeah. like they if you look at the scripts for some of the most successful um you know pixar movies like they are tight dude like those are tight scripts um and, and it's not always that way in live action but i think like to speak sort of to mirror your point the difference is a great actor can completely disregard a script and make something in a moment or in a scene yeah. that is so I mean like think about the I, I love you I know you know what I mean and yeah. just et cetera, et cetera. like so yeah I, I they're both really it's tough for me to even say that because I was this like animations have been such a stronghold in my life like they're just so moving and touching uh, especially all the Pixar films um, yeah I don't know they're, they're just I can't say one is better than the other I just want they're different yeah. So I think when it comes to Star Wars, I love both of them, animated and live action, but I want to see, um, if we're bringing those characters in, I want to see some live action. I think that would be neat. So she's seeing Ahsoka in live action. Yeah, dude. Pretty cool. I'm pretty, I mean, I'm pretty stoked on it. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's, you know, we talked about this last week, but it's like, come on, it's like about time. We've, 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 uh, we've desired this for, for a while, but, uh, I want to, I want to sort of ask you this question because it's, it has to do with what you're talking about. Cause I've seen this in the fandom and I'm interested in your thoughts. There are a group of fans that would actually prefer the story of Ahsoka if it does continue to be in animated uh, form. And they're actually a little upset that for instance, Ashley Eckstein is not involved, right? That, uh, Taylor Gray, I, I am think too. Is... Yeah. Okay. I'm so definitely upset what, that yeah. she's not involved. Yeah. I think she should at least be the voice. You know, mm. do what they did with Darth Maul with Ray Park and Sam Witwer. You know, something like that. Um, 
even that in itself, it it felt a little strange. And I saw an interview with Ray Park where he was saying like he has a certain way of like speaking as Maul, and of course so does Sam Witwer. So it's like even matching up the way the mouth moved and everything, and then Sam had to like match up how Ray's Park Ray Park's performance was. So it's like it wasn't the true authentic Sam Witwer Maul. So even then, things can become a little bit weird. Um, yeah. I look at it like this. Look, if you start, if you introduce a character to me in live action like Luke, don't give me a episode six to seven Luke Skywalker animated. You know, mm. keep keep the leniency. So if Ahsoka is starts off as animated, I would yeah. I have spent so many years connecting with this animated character that I want to see her story continue to be told in an animated style. Yeah, but if you started off like a certain way, live action or animated, continue it that way. If you right. want to then embellish or add to her story later on with the Mandalorian this and that, I'm cool with it. But don't sacrifice, you know, continuing her story with, let's say, beyond Season 7 of The Clone Wars or beyond Rebels with live action. So yeah. I feel like this part in the Mando, it doesn't do that, so I'm cool with it. Yeah. I feel like it's, I mean, its, that- its own thing. It's about Mando and the baby, so... Yeah, I mean, but the so I I feel you on that. The thing that's interesting is though, if the Filoniverse stuff is real, then that would sort of indicate that a lot of the future of this story will be told in live action. And so, like a lot of fans, kind of like what you're saying, they're sort of yeah. pushing back against that. Um, and I get what you're saying. I think the flip side for me, well, there's two flip sides. Like number one, like just like in my heart, my raw reaction is yeah. like. It's just like, yeah, but I kind of want to see the more badass version. Like, I yeah. just, you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, I, like, yeah. I get it. And, like, people were sort of dogging um, Sasha Banks, uh, you know, and being like, that doesn't look like Sabine. I was like, that's my Sabine now. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, honestly, yeah. I want that version. Yeah. But the other side of it is, like, people like us are re- going to check out animation. And, we're like, we're we're not normies in that sense, right? But I've got a lot of good friends and just normie people in my life that they're not going to check out a Star Wars cartoon. Like, it just doesn't matter how many times I tell them it's incredible. They're not going to do it. But if they watch that character in live action, especially on, you know, Disney Plus Super Accessible, um, they might go back and watch the animated just to kind of get it filled out. You know what I mean? True. Yeah, I could see that. Look, I'm cool with whatever they make. If they make a good story, I'm going to watch it regardless. Just... Don't make it like um, the 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 animation of what what was that what was that thing on YouTube uh, Destiny or something? Uh, Force of the Destiny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that. But I mean, I guess that was catered to kids, so it's it's different. But yeah, they try. They've like they were adding tried some weird stuff. They were adding yeah. stuff with Luke in there that we had never seen before with Luke and Yoda, and I was like, this is really cool, but I'd love it if you know this animation was maybe a little higher quality or if it yeah. was live action. That'd be sweet. Yeah, and I and I do think that Resistance sort of showed us because I don't know if you really liked Resistance, but like I, just I, I didn't I didn't get to watch it. I mean, well, now that it's on Disney Plus, I can watch it, but I just don't really have interest. I couldn't get there. I I gave it what I consider to be a pretty fair shake of like four episodes, and I was just like, this is it's it, and hey, it is what it is, but it's not for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think as Star Wars fans, especially under Disney, it's like there's this kind of realization that like, okay, well. Maybe not all of this content is now going to be for me anymore. Look, you know what I mean? We were raised. Look, our 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 dad as a kid was George Lucas. All right, so 
him and mom divorced and now we got you know disney is the new dad they came in and obviously you know the house rules are changed now and they don't fly with us anymore really so you know a lot I'm of i'm not gonna call you dad yeah yeah <laughs> come here son we're gonna have a great time no it's like oh, you know geez. just some things are gonna be cool but you're never gonna be dad so at the end of the day i mean you know i'll, I'll enjoy it if it's a great um movie or story or whatever it is um but it'll never be pops. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Do you think they'd ever get that guy to come back? Like, because I thought, here's what I think they should have done in the wake of the sequel trilogy. I felt like if they would have just got John, Dave, and George in a room and literally just said, don't come out of this room until you guys have an idea of what the future of Star Wars looks like. And then they come out and whatever they have is treated like gospel. Whatever comes out of that room, it's like Moses walking down the mountain. Yeah, you know what I mean? This is the problem. This is the problem that George always had from the beginning is that he said, you know, when you have companies and, and corporations and studios med meddling in your work and your stories, they change how it's actually supposed to be. So case in point, you know, Disney with the sequel trilogy and what he wanted and this and that. And he was upset when he said, I offered them my treatment and I had a, a, an outline for everything and they didn't want to take that so whatever that's fine so it's exactly what he said with what he did by funding you know the prequels and then eventually yeah. the originals um is now happening so it is what it is you know but it's... do you think he'd come back or well he's on the set of the mandalorian yeah um i don't think he'll ever come back come back but i think he'll uh i think he'll be involved I, I hope so. And, and even if it was just for namesake or whatever, you know what I mean? Or I think, like, honestly, man, like, he, he strikes me as the kind of guy that, like, if you did have, like, first of all, his love of Dave is awesome and, you know, a really, really cool kind of thing. Um, but, like, I think even with John and stuff, like, if there was this kind of, like, realness of, like, because, you know, just being real, I, we don't know for sure, but we can assume that George feels a certain way about what's going on, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so if you could come to him sort of like on a man-to-man -man basis and just be like, hey, man, like, it would really go a long way to fixing things yeah. if uh, you sat down with us and we, you know, kind of came up with some ideas and then you co-signed them. I think that would be great. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, you, do you think that could, could that appeal to him? or? I think, mm, I think he's done, dude. I think he's done yeah yeah I, I i really do i don't think he wants any part of it anymore i think he's um i think he's done yeah yeah it's unfortunate i mean i it's weird because like i agree with you but i also like i don't help. i don't want to agree with myself but yeah well i can't help but have this hope that like at the end of the day oh i always got hope yeah like he he could like sort of come around and turn that around and i think you know another thing that we wanted to get into was the uh uh, the Disney, uh, the D23 delay, right? right? Okay. And so um, this is, uh, you know, the Disney convention, their SDCC, their San Diego Comic-Con, and they've delayed, and the next D23 will not be until 2022. And, uh, you know, Marvel keeps shifting stuff around, Star Wars already delayed their films, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, what, like, yeah, what do you think about this delay? I guess when it just, when, when it comes to Star Wars, like, what do you make of this? Um, I can understand that they can't film 
anything right now because of COVID and all that stuff. I can understand everything is being pushed back. Um, it's a world issue and it's not something that's just them. And I, I can get why they're doing this. Um, but I think this opens up a lot of room and opportunity for them to seek other avenues such as animations. So there's a ton of possibilities and things that they could do right now um, that don't require you to necessarily film with a big crew, but rather maybe, you know, ship out supercomputers to the homes of all the people that you would want to create, uh, want yeah. that you have hired to create um, CGI productions and things like that, then it'll work. It'll happen. Just have a Zoom yeah, meeting and, you know, you go to work eight hours a day and you're done. And send it through. I mean, it'll take a little longer, but at least it'll get done. Yeah. So where one door closes, another one opens. And I, I am sure that they're doing things on that side of the spectrum, I hope. So yeah. I'm excited to see what will be announced in the next year or so. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I echo a lot of your sentiments. I think the one thing that I thought of immediately was, well, that's kind of wild because they delayed celebration to 2022 like yeah. months ago. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, that's kind of weird. Like kind of seems like they might have more or less had uh, a pushback strategy even back then. But, um, you know, I like what you're saying about the animated stuff for sure. I think just in general, though, more planning and more like just tightening up what this future looks like because yeah. you know I, I really think they're at a very critical place you know um and sort of like bob Iger sort of echoed this when he was on um the red carpet for the rise premiere he talked about how important rise was but he also talked about how important uh the next film was knowing full well that like that next movie is i mean especially in the wake of the sequel trilogy but even if the sequel trilogy had gone off without yeah. a hitch yeah it's still george's story more yeah. or less that's the skywalker saga so yeah. it's like okay disney what do you got now um so i think it's weird to say but uh the pandy i've been calling it the the pandy um the pandy in some ways could actually have hit star wars at a place that could actually end up being very beneficial they had already they were already in a three year hiatus right so they're already in this hiatus. They're clearly reinvestigating what the plan is, what the strategy should be. Yeah. So, you know, look, pushing everything back to next to not next year, but the year after. Like, does that suck? Absolutely. But, you know, they've got some of the stuff. The shows are already established and, and going. If Filoni verse is absolutely real, that's going to carry us all the way to, you know, whenever the next movie is now. Yeah. Like 20, what, when is it? 2024 or something? 2023, I think. I, I okay. don't even know. Um, yeah. My question is, if this is all being pushed back, then what are we going to get after Mando? For like freaking two years almost. Well, you got uh, Obi-Wan hopefully ready to rock uh, soon, right? You've got... Well, they haven't even started filming, though. No, they haven't started filming, no. Um, but there's all the Filoni-verse verse shows, right? So there's the Ahsoka show. Uh, there's the Ezra Bridger Thrawn show. There's a Boba Fett show, apparently. Um, and so those shows can all be developed, especially if they're developed using the volume technology. I mean, those things are much more shootable than a big blockbuster movie right what, now. What's the volume technology? What is that? The volume is that thing they use uh, in The Mandalorian. Uh, oh, okay. So, so, this, yeah. so, yeah. 
it's like the sound stage with the screens uh, and it's video game technology, so it live renders in. Okay, so what they're going to be using for Vader Episode Two? Yeah, what? well, yeah, I'm sure. What? Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, what? Uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure uh, we you you know some people that know some things about. I, yeah, I don't that know. I don't, yeah. I don't know, man. Um, yeah. So we got some few supers. Uh, Jill is a new member. Thanks, Alpha Wolf. I appreciate all you've done to make. Me think hard about the Star Wars universe. Thanks. Oh, it's our pleasure. Uh, what's up, Josh? In theory, I was on the morning stream, Josh. I love the, these combined streams. You had a morning stream today? Oh, yeah. No, I stream on my live streaming channel uh, Monday through Friday starting at uh, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, yeah, yeah. A lot of, yeah, a lot of the uh, people that liked us last week or whatever uh, have been popping up on those. So, yeah, it's been pretty cool. I appreciate it. I love here. how you have, like, a concise time. I'm so bad with with streaming on my gaming channel. I don't think I've really streamed for like two weeks, played a game or anything. I got to get a, a schedule going and fix my sleep. When I when I texted Josh today, it was like 5 a.m. and he was just waking yeah. up and I'm like, good night, man. Later. <laughs> know, it was funny though. I was like, hey, look. See you in 12 hours. Yeah, I'll see you in 12 hours. It's all good, man. Um, sup, y'all? Did you guys hear the Saber Girls rumors? They said Ezra, Ray, and Ben are going to have an adventure in the... WPW, I know nothing about that. World between worlds. Um, what I've are the saber seen, girls? Uh, girls with saber. There's uh, girls with sabers. There's a their YouTube channel out there. Um, okay. They make a lot of yeah. They make a lot of like Raylo content. Okay. Um, Shout yeah, out. They, yeah. Okay. Uh, they said Ezra, Ray, and Ben are going to have an adventure in the world between worlds. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. That'd be, I mean, hey, that'd be sweet. I don't see any evidence for that. I don't I like the world between worlds. Bugs me. Well, you know about that JJ stuff, right? For episode nine, how he almost used it. Uh, something like he, no, something about Palpatine going was in like in some a, mirror world or something. Or yeah, whatever. was that in uh, Trevorrow's script? Was the world between world and Trevorrow's script? Not that I remember. Okay. By the way, yeah. animating Trevorrow's. Uh, Parts of Trevorrow's script uh, coming out this Friday, so make sure you stay tuned. Uh, Kylo goes to Mustafar. It's going to be fun. Uh, yeah, same animation that you guys saw in the animation from a few days ago, which all of you seemingly really liked, which is great. I'm going to do more of those. Um, do you think Ahsoka's blue saber could actually be Luke's recovered from Bespin? Hmm. I mean, I think it's, it's interesting. I think she had a pair of blue ones from Anakin, and I think she only dropped one at the end of Clone Wars Season 7, so I think she still has one. She still has one, but she could be using Luke's. That'd be kind of cool. She absolutely could, yeah. It would be crazy. Um, and then she, like, hands it to Maz Kanata or something. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Yeah. So the, the the weird story with that, if you guys don't know, is that in the new canon comics, <clears throat> Luke went back there, and he was searching with Ugnaughts, uh, trying to find his saber, and he eventually finds it, and then he just, like, throws it away. <laughs> And he's like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this anymore. Like, a Jedi doesn't need a weapon, blah, blah, blah. Uh, this is linked to my father. I hate my father. Which I understand, but... Like, make up your minds. Like, like, does a Jedi's weapon deserve more respect? Or are we just going to keep throwing it away? Like, just just let me know. Yeah. I, I gotta know. Well, and not just that. And then goes like, off to make the... his own green one. It's like... 
Right. Well, right. it's the character too, right? It's not just that it's they're messing that lightsaber thing up. It's also like you're messing up this character. Like, and I get like moments of doubt and like you know. Absolutely, like that, that's what creates a character. It can't be you know uh, linear. Mm. Um, have you seen the lightsaber revealed from the High Republic? Yeah, you mean uh, the one yeah, that I bought. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Yeah. The, yeah, the the Revan one. No, no, they're talking High Republic. Like oh, the, that one with the yeah. the cross guard and like the lightning or something going around it or yeah, something. Like, looks yeah, looks cool, dude. Yeah, yeah, I want it. Um, regarding this Vong rumor, what if Ezra realizes he needs Maul and saves him from his fate in the world between worlds? <sighs> nah, man. Nah, this world between worlds thing is it can it can be very dangerous. Yeah, they can't be using that flippantly. In fact, they should probably never use it again. No. So what do you think? Vader actually beat Ahsoka in that duel? Absolutely. Because, I mean, when he left, he was all damaged and stuff, but then uh, we get the daughter flying up overhead. Yeah, so my take on it was that when Ezra pulled her out, that blow, that mm. blow was a kill blow. Mm. That was a kill shot. And, uh, yeah, she would not have survived that blow, in my opinion. So... So he changed history, I guess. Not um, really, no. He because it was always going to happen that way. It's not it, the that was that was that is the history. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like a. So we're not creating. No, it's not all. Is this an Avengers? Back to the future. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, did you ever see the full Star Wars Rebels episodes? Last live stream with Mark, you said you didn't see them all yet. No, I still have not seen them all yet. I have to though. And I will do it before Mando comes out. What's up, boys? Glad to see you guys on the stream tonight. It's been a quiet week, content-wise. Theory, sort of missing the gaming streams, but hope you've been good. Bro, Nick, what the hell you mean it's been quiet? I uploaded two fanfictions. One of them was a crazy animation that took, like, two weeks. What are you talking cool. about? Give me a hard time here. But, yeah, I'll be streaming tonight. Uh, Rayman, thanks. Kenneth, thanks. Callista says, this was something that I was thinking about since I watched Return of the Jedi and wanted both of your opinions on it. Uh, would you want a Yoda miniseries from... The end of Revenge of the Sith all the way to Empire Strikes Back or Early Return of the Jedi? Hmm. I don't know. The thing with Yoda is that I like him to stay a mystical character. Yeah, me too. You know? Yeah, as much as I love the Mando and what they're doing, I just don't want it to answer too many questions almost. Yeah. I still want him to be this like mystical wizard that comes and goes, as George said. Um, yeah, I agree with that. I co-signed that. With the Filoniverse, do you think the fandom will slowly come back together to the point where there is, where no one is called a shill, or do you think it will stay this way from now on? Uh, there's always going to be hate, man. There's always going to be people that brand people. Um, whether they are or they're not, I don't care. Just, yeah. yeah, and like I, I think that the Filoniverse being excellent will obviously help the situation in the fandom. 100%. And I think the the thing about the what I view... Like my whole thing is this: I, if those, if the Floniverse and the future of Star Wars is absolutely incredible, and you still got some buttholes out there that mm. are like taking shots and trying to find an angle and digging up friggin' interviews from 2016 and and you know that kind of bullcrap, mm -hmm. like then it'll be much easier to separate the wheat from the chaff, and we'll be right. like, okay, so you were a hater the whole time, yeah. please exit. Yeah, the, I guess then we'll know, right? So, yeah, yeah. Um, hey guys, you were both my favorite YouTubers, especially you, Theory. <laughs> 
Thanks, man. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's mean. Uh, you theory, uh, uh, but one question. Do you think Star Wars Episode Three is the best of the saga? Tell me why and who is your favorite character? My favorite character is a toss-up between Anakin and Qui-Gon. Um, Qui-Gon, because he goes against the grain. You know, he is a Jedi, but he doesn't really just blindly follow them and lead um, into politics, which is what they're all becoming. And he follows the will of the Force, which is really what Jedi are all about. And Anakin, because he's badass, you know, yeah. and he's, he's got a great story arc. So, yeah, for um, sure. What about Rail Avaros? The 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 cowboy. The, yeah, dude. Like he's, from uh, I, yeah, from Dooku Jedi Lost. No, or no, no he's from in, uh, Master, uh, Master and Apprentice. Apprentice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I, dude, I love I him, dude. Live action series. I love him. Him and Lando. He's cool. Just... You know who I picture when I when I when I was reading that? Um, I I don't know his name. Uh, you've seen Roadhouse. Yeah, his name was Sam. His character was Sam on the show, I think, on the on the movie. Ah, mm. uh, uh, is he one of the got the like the coolest voice? Yeah, yeah, he's the dude that uh, the, the pepper, Sarsaparilla salt dude and pepper from, hair, long hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's he's the dude in um, the let Big me, Lebowski that uh, offers him the sarsaparilla, right? Yeah, let me let me bring him up here. Um, He's got a great deep voice, kind of like this. Yeah, real, yeah, yeah. real good voice. Yeah, it's real grizzly real like. Grizzly like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Check that it dude out. would be awesome. As check it out, yeah. guys. Uh, oh wait, man, I'd love to see a, a series with like him and Lando just going on a bender, dude. Just <laughs> death sticks, just like the whole thing, man. Yeah. Yeah, see that—that's him. That's what he looks like. That's what I see when I when I think of Rail. Yep, that's the guy. Oh my god, and the hair from Roadhouse is perfect. Yeah, dude, that's, that's him, hundred percent. Yeah, no doubt. That was a great book. I feel like they're killing it with the books. The comics are cool. Um, yeah, now the shows are doing great. So. Yeah, we'll get there, man. You know, yeah. they do need to nail these movies. Um, but I think they know they need to nail the movies, and hopefully they have a big list of uh, things they did wrong that they can reference, right? So, Well, the, the issue, I think, is that they have... Uh, there's too much, too many people. There's too many cooks mm-hmm. in the kitchen. You know, get mm-hmm. one guy writing the story, uh, get yeah. the Lucasfilm story group to check it over, and I hear now, you know, people from Lucasfilm have emailed me plenty of times. Who knows if they're legit or not, but let's say they are. Uh, and they've said the the whole company is now, like, divided between... Um, people who have been hired by Disney ever since they came in there, and the OG Lucasfilm, and apparently there's a there's a huge conflict of um, beliefs and ideologies when it comes to these mm-hmm. characters and this and that and how they're handled. Um, yeah. Fair enough, I can believe that, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, to me, that doesn't seem too far from what you might encounter at any major studio, like, yeah. in, and especially with big IP. Mm-hmm. So, like, DC, for instance, there's this big thing between, like, you know, a presumed, like, Jeff Johns camp and then the Zack Snyder camp, right? And, like, that whole thing. So, I mean, this is not unique to Star Wars, but I think that um, the thing about Star Wars is, like, winning solves everything, and they're just not winning in the ways they need to to quell all the the little things because there's right. always going to be friction like anybody out there that's like Dave Filoni needs to be in charge and then we'll never lose another director and we'll, there'll never be a bump in the road and you know Pedro Pascal will be really nice and put the helmet on like if you think that just uh, one guy getting a job and one 
lady not having a job is going to make the difference in that regard, uh, you're wrong. Yeah. Um, but that's not to say that I that we shouldn't have better leadership. I think we deserve better leadership. Yeah. But I just I worry about this like sort of cultish, you know, like oh man, she's got to go, and once she does, everything's going to be fine. Like that's that's not really. No, it is be someone else like her to take her place. That's what a lot of people don't understand. Yeah, for sure. Well, she appointed I someone mean, already, right? Yeah, she she's. Oh man, I'll tell you some stuff off air about that. Okay. That I can't say right now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, wild speculation time. We're gonna have three count them three new Jedi orders. Mace Windu students. He is telling his story into in his shows. Ray's order. Finally, Ahsoka and Ezra order with a Cal and Jason thoughts. Hmm, Mace Windu students. Mace Windu students. As he is telling them a story, kind of like a. Uh, what is that? What is that show that I always used to watch? How I Met Your Mother, probably right. No, no, no. It's like '90s. Like uh, I forgot. It's like Forbidden of the Midnight Society. Blah, 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 and then they throw the sand in the fire. Um, Are you afraid of the dark? Oh, okay. Are you afraid of the dark? I feel like that's like he's sitting around the campfire, just like telling stories of the good old days. Well, not really the good old <laughs> days, but um, yeah, right. Yeah, it could be cool. Look, dude, I'd, I'm I'd down with that, it, man. Yeah. I want different. I've wanted for a long time different sects of Jedi. I think one of the most intriguing aspects of some of the old Republic stuff was the different Jedi. And then you had like during the Vong War, you had like dark Jedi that had to align themselves with the Jedi. You know what I mean? And like there's all those sorts of. I love that stuff. And that's like some of the flavor of Game of Thrones is the different houses and then like the the real badasses from each house right so like when you see Eddard Stark like in his prime uh fighting I forget the dude at the tower uh, Game of Thrones fans are gonna flame me but yeah. the guy with the two swords or whatever like when you see those moments it's like oh my god like this is the this guy it's the Stark's guy yeah you know what I mean versus yeah. like you know their guy um, that kind of stuff would be so cool to see with some you know some Jedi uh sprinklings or whatever Hey Theory, hope you're doing great. Excited to find out if this live action is true. Also, I wanted to ask, where is Mark? Is he safe? Is he all right? Mark's <laughs> doing great, man. He's just super busy with a project right now for his business, and uh, he'll be back sometime late next month. So um, yeah, and then maybe we could all do like three of us or something like that. It'd be fun. It'd be hot. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I love Mark, man. Mark's a great dude. He is. I love him. Um, by the way, how cool was the Hound in Game of Thrones? It was pretty freaking yeah, phenomenal my, dude. My and they, that's his one insults. of the only things they did right uh in the last season was giving us clegane bowl mm. with him and his brother fighting yep. it's like one of the only things who looked like freaking right. vader yeah dude yeah. yeah that was pretty cool yeah uh quick opinion related question if it were up to you would you make the last jedi luke's movie or ray's well it was ray's mm. it was ray's movie i don't think it was luke's ray was the main character of the sequels yeah yeah for sure and fair enough but you know just change Luke's story around make it right you know mm -hmm. uh great stream Ahsoka lost both her blue sabers she loses one on the ship while escaping and drops the other one on the clone graves no sabers and clone wars mm, interesting okay I'll have to verify that um, she did yeah she lost them damn yeah. okay well that's pretty wild then I think something like what you described then would have to take place then for her to have Luke's a blue saber. saber Luke's blue one yeah, yeah. Luke yeah maybe um, what's your guys' favorite Star Wars Legends content, games, books, stories, etc.? Darth Plagueis novel for me. 
I like the uh, well that phew, damn yeah that's a really good one that is an incredible book if you haven't read it do yourself a favor mm-hmm. uh, and check that out but I'm really fond of the old uh, Jedi uh, comic like books. the first ones like, like yeah yeah Dawn of the Jedi where they showed like the Rakatan Empire the Force Hounds and then like the Ashla and the Bogon and there I remember there's only one character that had a saber at that point the rest of them used like like either swords or staffs that they like infuse the force with or whatever. Um, yeah, that series was really cool. So I, I like that a lot. Do you like the idea of the Sith uh, bleeding their crystals now, or did you like the synthetic? Um, I, I like both. Um, uh, I think the bleeding thing feels a little bit more, uh, I guess, right. Legit, although, yeah. although it's a very Sith thing to feel as though you can recreate something better than the Force. You know what I mean? So that's a very Sith thing. So, I, and you know what? Why couldn't we still have both? Like, why couldn't we have, like, for instance, maybe some uh, some synthetic reds that just maybe aren't as strong or whatever? Or you know? maybe they're more but, powerful because you got to yeah. meditate on them. And yeah, yeah. Uh, but bleeding is cool, man. And the purifying and like the Kyber being sort of sentient and like singing is uh, is cool. I like that. It's a pretty good new addition to, to canon, in my opinion. Yeah. I agree. Have you addressed the Pedro rumors? Sorry, sorry if you have. I don't believe them. There are pics of him and Filoni smiling together from a few days ago. Oh, yeah. man, can I speak on that? I don't... Can I speak on that? Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing about those photos, and uh, I'm not going to get upset. You know, it's, it's, it is what it is. But I, I, uh, I can't believe people think that those photos in that Instagram post that Pedro made were from any time recently like well, two day, they're old photos they're from late last year at the earliest mm. and so i'm not saying that the pedro story is real but i can't stand it when people say well he posted photos of them finishing the set no he did not mm. three days before that Ludwig posted the actual photographs of him finishing the scoring which the scoring for this show is going super late um, but that's because of the pandy, right? So, like, right. It, look, I get people, and I'm not trying to be that guy, but, like, it's frustrating that people would say that's evidence that the story is not true. It simply is not. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, look, if it's true, that's bullshit, you know? I mean, the guy should know that he's being paid to do a job, and he's still the star of it. And it's the story is not about, you know, his face. It's about... The show. It's about telling the character. And if it's not true, well, great, you know. But I don't want to buy into it. I don't want to believe it. I don't know if it's true. I did get an email, actually. <laughs> mm. I did get an email from someone who wanted to rena- remain anonymous. Um, they said that they worked with him in two thousand, in early 2000s at the New York Theater or something like that. A theater in New York. Okay. Um, and they said he was very much... Um, I don't really want to say this. They, well, it's yeah. probably like similar um, to what I said about JJ last week, right? And like I actually like meditated on that a little bit. And like you were you were right, like when you kind of hit me with the uh, like where did you hear that from? And it's true, like it's hard to you don't necessarily who wanna, knows who knows it, it could who, be some yeah. dude completely bsing, or it could be very very legitimate and someone that actually did work with him at the New York Theater, or he uh, just or had a bad day. York. You know what I mean? Like so. Yeah, they said he's a very nice guy, but he is kind of a diva or something. 
So I mean, is that really that hard to believe? You know what I mean? Like all these Hollywood guys to me are probably at least a little bit of that. You know what I mean? Like it's. I don't know. I, know. I haven't come into contact with actors really. I mean, my only experience is with the fan film and like. Yeah. That's it. So. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, hopefully, either way, they work it out. I, look, I actually had a guy yeah. who told me that like it was all good. He was like, "Yeah, it was. It's real, but it's resolved. They've they've got it figured out." So hopefully, that's okay. the case, and it's a whole lot to do about nothing. And you know? look, maybe maybe it's totally you know uh, um, we're incorrect. We don't have the proper information. Maybe there was something in his contract that said, "Okay, you know, my face is going to be seen this many times," and they're not honoring that. Who knows? I have no right. idea. I just just give me a good show. Yeah, for sure, dude. You know. Um, do you follow the Halo games? No, not really. I played them. Uh, do you think the the movie made? What do you think they made a movie based off the games? Do you think Harrison Ford would be great as Captain Keys? I don't know enough about Halo, so, but I would love to see Harrison Ford in pretty much anything. Yeah, he'd he'd be great. he'd be good as Captain Keys. But uh, oh, you know Halo? Oh, I love Halo. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so how but, do you, how do you feel about that? I mean, Captain Keys, to me, like that's not even that's a cool character, and I, I get why that but that's not really the what would be important <laughs> to to the story in a lot of ways but yeah no he'd, he'd be good in that role uh it's all it's more about like the spartans cortana obviously would be the probably most important casting choice yeah uh and then the aliens the prophets and uh you know the elites and stuff like that so when's the new one coming out who knows, man? Uh, probably, uh, I w- they probably want it out in the first quarter of next year. So, Did you get an Xbox? No, I'm not getting a new Xbox. Uh, and I, uh, or a yeah, PS5? I'm not, getting a, I'm not getting a new console until, I mean, apparently they're going to be, when I talked to the guy at GameStop, he was like, yeah, well, you know, just because of Corona and all that, like, the manufacturing is like really uh, small levels of manufacturing. Because uh, you got to think about it, most of the stuff's either assembled or yeah. uh, has parts coming out of China, right? True, so, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think the supply is going to be pretty short, but uh, I'm good. I'm Gucci. I'm going to get the um, I'm going to get squadrons for my PC, uh, and uh, yeah, I'm going to you know just kind of be playing that. And there's a bunch of other games that I play. The Master Chief Collection is dope. Um, so yeah, I wanted to get a PS5 and an Xbox, but I. I sold out man yeah put my name yep. on the waiting list they never called me yeah i mean i would do both too but honestly i'd probably get the ps5 first same yeah um just because like and the thing that's funny is like i'm actually more of an xbox guy yeah but but it seems like xbox doesn't really care if you get that new console or not they're more into like the game pass and uh if you got a pc like, you got right. an xbox you got a yeah, better xbox much. than anything yeah Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Nah, I, I got a great PC. I'm just going to probably roll with that, and then I'll get the PS5 whenever I can, hopefully. Um, I hope by the end of Mandalorian we see him become the Mandalore. Ezra and Ahsoka take the child to train as a Jedi, and we see Thrawn and the Grisk. <laughs> Could you imagine uh, the child becomes a Jedi? Jesus. I'd love it, dude. I would absolutely a love A Mando it. Jedi. Yeah, dude, of course. Give him the Darksaber. Like, that would be disgusting, man. Like, just whipping around, like, doing all that. What do you think is, uh, you know, I, I feel like such a dad, but, like, what do you think his first words are going to be? Mando? Is he going to is he gonna pop a little Mando? You know, make us all cry at the end? 
Jedi. <laughs> That'd be great, dude. That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be cool. Or maybe it's going to be something very shocking like Sith. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly, right? <laughs> yeah. Dark side Dark of the like joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah I mean, be he has the propensity for it. He did he choke Cara Dune. The, yeah, man. He choked the crap out of her. Yeah. Yeah. And she was like, what the hell? Yeah. Um, do you think Palpatine would have been different if his father treated him better? Uh, nah. No, dude. No way. Especially nah. if you read that Plagueis book. Like, yeah. this was a this was an, truly an insidious creature. Yeah. He from killed the, his dad. From the jump. Yeah, man. He like, killed his whole family. Ruthlessly. And it was Hugo. Remember, uh, Hugo tells him the story of how he killed his family. Mm-hmm. And that's what sets Sheev off yeah. in the early parts of that book. Yeah. And then, like, you kind of realize that, like, Hugo didn't really kill his whole family, dude. Like, like Palpatine's just this sadistic, psychotic. Yeah. And it was kind of cool how it's, like, the first time he used his Force powers, too, when he killed him. Yeah. And he's just, like, floating in the air and then slamming into the yeah. door. That um, book is incredible. It's amazing. It's yeah. I would love to see a movie made from that book, and one thing I'm going to do is I'm going to try to animate the crap out of it because I just want to see those things come to life. Well, and frankly, more people, if you do that, I think a lot of people will have at least a part of that experience, you know, via your video as compared to how many people are actually going to read that whole thing or, you know what I mean? That's the thing. It's not getting as much love as it should. Um, So I hope maybe it'll entice people to go buy the book. Interesting. Yeah, that's a good, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, so... Uh, what color lightsabers will Ahsoka have? Also, hello, hello. Uh, she'll have blue, apparently. According yeah, to the, that's the word. Yeah. Um. Here's a question for you, Josh. Uh, what dates do you expect the Bad Batch to come out? Hmm. Bad Batch. That's a good. That's a good question. I I don't know. If I was told that, I don't remember. And uh, I'm guessing they want it first quarter next year. Um. But, uh, you know, also part of this was with the Rebel sequel series, what we thought was happening was that they were going to announce it and then have it spin out from Mando into that animated show, which would have been like brilliant. Like imagine like episode three of The Mandalorian, you see the the Rebels crew essentially Mm. uh, pop up in live action. And then literally after the show, Disney's like, oh, by the way, a new animated show made by Dave Filoni with that exact crew that you just saw. Like, boom, here you go. Uh, but kind of like I said, like still really don't know what's going on with that. So, yeah, as far as Bad Batch, I don't know. I'm guessing early next year, probably. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's animated, so it's probably going to be easier to make uh, with COVID. Yeah. I assume. 100%. Um, imagine if James Earl Jones acted the way these rumors say Pedro is. <laughs> oh yeah yeah show my face well also i want to be there and be you know what i mean i think that's part of it too was that i i gotta be honest like i think well you know it's possible that maybe he just felt a certain way about everybody kind of dogging him for not being in the suit all that much because i remember like a lot of people in the commentary community were basically like kind of dogging him a little bit you know what i mean when you find out that there's not one but two maybe even three different body doubles that rotated in really were there Mm-hmm. and then if you watch the gallery thing there's a lot of uh like when when they asked gina about acting with pedro she literally more or less says i actually didn't act directly across with pedro all that much she literally said that hmm. and it's like oh 
Interesting. So I don't know. Maybe he just personally felt a certain way about that, and he wanted just a little more street cred or whatever. And and he he's like, nah, I need to be there and be in the suit or whatever. So I don't know. Yeah, no one knows. It's a rumor. So where right, was this rumor right. originated from? Do you know? Uh, I believe. Yeah, this one, as far as I know, started with Grace Randolph. So when who, Grace... who is this Grace Randolph? Because I've seen her. I've retweeted her a couple times. I have no idea yeah. who she is. Um, well, so I saw a, that she works for some company or, or like some media company, right? So I was like, okay, well, maybe she would know um, something. Yeah, so she's a film critic. Um, she's a YouTuber. She's been in the film uh, YouTubing community for a long, long time. Uh, she's like one of the OGs with like Jeremy Johns and like, you know, John Campion and, and like Love that Jeremy sort of Jones. crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she kind of started around that same time, you know, I think when Stuckman got started too. Um, but, uh, she has a lot of sources. She has a lot of stories. She gets a lot of crap. It's, it's funny. Like I, I, I think honestly, anybody in the scooping game gets a lot of crap and I have a lot of scooper friends, like a lot of friends that are scoopers. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it's such a like game of Thrones kind of thing, man, where like, because other scoopers are technically incentivized to discredit you because that improves their, uh, like scooping. validity. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. So it's like the really weird game of like... No, oh, you mean like star, other Star Wars YouTubers? Yeah, I mean the shitty ones, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, I... Yeah, I, I think... So I guess with, with the Grace thing, though, I think she's pretty reliable. There are only two scoops in her history that like sort of still to this day sort of confound me, and I just can't tell if she just took a huge L and or whatever. But mm -hmm. um, she's actually, as far as I can tell, pretty pretty uh, spot on with most things. And then when that story came out, I reached out to some people, and uh, I got some people saying uh, like it, it happened, but it's all good. I had basically like it was more or less pretty evident that at least part of what she was saying was true because he definitely wanted his face seen more like there's that's not even debatable like i know from some of the best sources i have that he absolutely wanted seen more outside of the helmet right okay. but that's not really that much of a stretch Fair to me enough. i'm like yeah, yeah that makes sense yeah um uh and so some people said that like that happened and then it got resolved and they were like yeah so she's probably reporting on something that happened over a year ago but I'm not so sure about that because as much as I love like some of the people I'm in contact with, they're definitely jaded in being pro Disney in a lot of ways. So like I have to try to filter the info I get through that lens. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. You always got to find a neutral source, someone who's not pro Disney, someone who's not anti Disney. Right. Yeah. Someone who's just, yeah, it is what it is. Like this is, this is the fact. This is the scoop. Yeah. And I always like to just, look at like sort of the patterns uh, between the people that I trust and what are they saying? What's, 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 what are, what's everybody saying that's the same and then yeah. where are the differences in, in what they're reporting? You know what I mean? Yeah. I missed your old super chat about Thrawn. I'm sorry. Uh, you think that Disney would eventually try to reboot any of the Star Wars movies, kind of like Batman movies where someone different comes in the creators or mm, no, mm -mm. no, that was something mm -hmm. in the contract, right? That they can never remake episode one to six. Yeah, and they can't. I don't think they can even touch them, as far as from the version that George gave them. Now, yeah. what was awesome was the McClunky thing. Apparently, he did that in like two thousand nine. 
like George put McClunky into that thing like in 2009 and it's in a cut he had that he was eventually going to release um, and he never did but that's the cut he gave to Disney for Disney Plus really? yeah that's the story that, yeah like he he had done that a long time ago and, and they must they must have known but then again like it's Disney so maybe they didn't know fair enough yeah, Race yeah. is Josh's queen. Oh, yeah. Who said that? Also, Xbox sucks. Uh, the Godfather. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Godfather. How you doing, brother? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like a running joke on my streams that I simp uh, for Grace. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, guys, yeah, yeah. How yeah, long so. have you guys been going out? Uh, man, like, I don't really like to talk about that publicly. You know, we try to keep that, you know, behind closed you doors. Propose, but, uh, you know. Ah, man, it's tough out there, man. You know, in this economy and just, yeah, you know, true. looking forward and stuff. It's, yeah, so true well hey wish you guys the best he says also Thanks. xbox sucks yeah he would say that uh have you seen the crew trying to crowdfund a live action shadows of the empire movie it's on indiegogo at the moment still funding whoa that sounds cool did you see that animated uh everyone's everyone's of... funding their fan films now and getting away with it yeah yeah well some people while <laughs> poppy's over have... here just like <laughs> Paying out everything you can. Yeah, dude, just eating it. Well, you know. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. And then getting copyrighted like... on top of it, and then getting right. called a uh, shill on top of it, and then getting called a Disney hater on top of it, and it's like, God damn well, it. I'll say this. At least it didn't create a rift between... <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a bad joke. A rift but, between uh... me and Disney? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Yo, that fan film's dope. It's another showed, story uh... for another time. I showed one of my buddies uh, that fan film, and uh, they, like literally, the reaction that he had is probably also uh, the crux of a lot of your issues with the film. But he immediately was like, "You're Mine? telling me a fan can do this, and Disney gave us what they gave us," and mm. that's that's his reaction. I think that's the reaction for a lot of people out there when they see that movie. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know, looking at it now, it was uh, two years later. It was great for the time, but um, you know, you evolve as a person, a storyteller, and a filmmaker, and this and that. If you can even call me that, and there are just so many things that I cringe at now, and that I would change. Mm -hmm. And um, so you're like George, man. Go back and tweak it. It's your, <laughs> it's your it's your thing, man. Like a like a remastered. Like a yeah, re like a or you know, add yeah. a. Randomly add yeah, Boba Fett. And, and... tons of stuff I could do now. That'd be kind of cool. Oh, Why interesting. Not? Gave me an idea. Yeah, and then you could, uh, you know, potentially even say screw it and monetize that one. But, you know. Nah. Yeah. Nah. You know, I wanted to say this, too. I saw your uh, your fan fiction animation, which I thought was incredible. Um, but I just couldn't help, like, sort of doing my own headcanon of the ending. So um, I think... After that all went down, it would be possible that the Republic would outlaw Jedi and Sith alike. And that they would essentially say, all right, no more Jedi, right? Mm. And then you could have the remnants of the Jedi sort of um, teaching in secret. And then like maybe even the Republic uh, army was literally on the lookout for Force sensitives and they would like... Uh, throw them in jail or whatever. Yeah, it's cool, but I mean, you know, after you have documentation that this Sith Lord massacred children, 
and people in their sleep, I feel like they would... They'd want the Jedi? They'd be like, oh, well, thanks for, for cleaning up the streets. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, you, you'd have to think, I think Sheev was a pretty effective propagandist, right? I mean, mm -hmm. he does essentially turn the whole galaxy against the Jedi in the canon that we have. Mm -hmm. So it's not necessarily so far-fetched that... Uh, I mean, my thing is... But I, the way I, he did this, there, 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 to, to cut you off right there... No, it's all good. To, the way he did this was that he, in the book... Did, did you read the book? Which... which Revenge which of the Sith. No, no, I... So no. when the Jedi came to attack him, what we didn't see in the film is that he actually uh, hit a button under his desk and started to... Uh, it cut out all record? the... It cut out the live feed... It cut out the the record the visual recording and just put in the auto audio recording and he started saying crap like oh no please don't kill me I'm just a politician I'm just here to like save the blah 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 yeah, like don't yeah, do yeah. this please and then he would like like kill one of them and like wink at them and then he would <laughs> and then he'd be like no please don't hurt me ah things like that and then he sent that to the he presented that to the Senate yeah, and sense, they were yeah. like oh my god like. I mean that's not so far from what happens in the film, anyways, though, because like t technically, the like when he's making my life has left exactly right, exactly, and people were like, mm -mm, "These Jedi gotta go," yep. you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I just I've loved I would always I don't know I've always thought that'd be a cool idea, like what if even the Jedi themselves are being hunted not by the Empire, not by the Sith, but just by normal people that fear them, it, almost like the mutants, like Frankenstein like you do, like, and 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 the villagers. Yeah. yeah. Do like an X Men thing with the uh, with the Jedi. I think that'd be kind of cool. That'd be neat. Yeah. And then what? The Jedi and Sith team up because they're like, all right, well they hate us anyway, so let's just kick all their asses. Well, that would be the thing, right? There'd clearly be some Jedi out there that would resent that, right, mm -hmm. from the Republic. Mm -hmm. And so perhaps you could see some of them being like, well, what are these? What do these stupid uh, non-Force sensitives know, anyways? Yeah, you know what I mean? And then they start kind of going down that Voldemort, you know, thing yeah, where they're like... These muggles. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, you could see a new uh, a new birth of the Sith from that. And then, like, you know, it would be awesome because the Sith could come back and be a serious threat. And then the, the Republic would need to be saved by the Jedi that they hate, which is a very X-Men thing. Like, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, it feels very X-Men. But, like, I love that. That's did a, see, that's a did cool Did you see vibe. the boys? Did you see Iceman was, uh, was, was Lamplighter? Yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah. It is pretty Isn't funny. Isn't that it freaking is, yeah. funny? Yeah. Yeah, that show's like, wild, dude. One of my favorite shows. You watch Raised by Wolves? No. Bro. Is All it good? My, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's way better than the boys, to be honest with you. Really? Oh yeah, and Amazon I love Prime. The boys. No, yeah, no, it's HBO Max. Um, oh, okay. But the first episode is on YouTube for free, so just check it. It's directed by Ridley Scott. It is uh, a science fiction sort of dystopian future show, and I think it's the best show on television. I think it's absolutely fantastic. Raised by Wolves. Yeah, man. Okay, it's good. Cool. Um, we're over sixty minutes now. I don't know. You want to call it? Yeah, man, we can definitely call it. Yeah, for sure. Got a couple more messages here. Um, what up? Wanted to give you an update on the Mando jar I'm making. Finally able to make the studio again. Uh, wasn't able to be in the studio for a few days, but it's looking great so far. That's awesome. Tag me on Instagram. Happy to see you when it's done and the process. Hey, Theory, thanks for amazing content. Thank you for the videos. And I recently started a YouTube channel just because you inspired me to follow my dreams. 
That's great, man. Star Wars Behind the Galaxy. Keep going with it. Hello from UK. Love you both. Uh, what do you think of what do you think is the future of Star Wars gaming? What should the next story be about? Ooh, that's a good question. Mm. Hmm. What do you think? Well, I want to see Fallen Order too. Well, yeah, that would be dope. But I think they have to figure out what they're doing with the movies first. Like they can't. They need to figure out that and figure out that lane because at the end of the day this is another thing that's kind of crazy is the the problems with the sequel trilogy also showed up in video games in the sense that like we didn't get any basically so like they kept killing stuff and and they you know they made that promise like everything's canon from now on but that's like shackles you know what i mean um especially shackles when you actually don't know what the plan is. Mm -hmm. So you can't let people near that timeline in canon because you're like, we don't know, mm -hmm. right? So it really hurt them. So weirdly enough, my answer is they need to figure out the films so that then they can give free uh, reign to the video game people and figure out how to fit it into what they're doing. So I think High Republic stuff could be cool. Um, but yeah, mostly like if they don't figure out the plan and actually integrate, uh, it's not gonna be dope. I want to see more um, of Fallen Order. I love that storyline and I love where they're going with it. So I just want to see that continue uh, into Fallen Order Two uh, with Order Sixty Six. I find that probably the most interesting era. Um, that and right before the Phantom Menace, I think there's a ton mm. of stuff that could be explained and shown and played and all this and that. Uh, what up, Parth? What's going on? Thank you guys for watching today's episode of Nerd Theory Podcast. I hope you like the name. If you don't like it, well, Too let bad. us know. Hey, Star Wars HQ, what up? Take it easy and had fun hanging out almost one month until Mando Season 2. Yes. Love oh, you, yeah. Star Wars HQ. Hope you guys are doing well, Robbie and Ryan. Are there great Jedi in Star Wars canon? Not according to uh, Freddie Prince Jr. Love seeing you two together. Great content. Pick my saber color. Orange. Hot pink, Godfather. Hot pink. Invisible. Yeah. <laughs> Invisible and silent. Okay, love you guys. We'll catch you in the next one next week, 5 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. See you then.